Praise the Lord. It's good to be here. Hi, church. <laughs> it is really good to be here. I always like it when Shirley picks out the songs. I know every one of them. <laughs> they call them golden oldies, right? Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I love those golden oldies. When they sing songs and I don't know them, you can't worship with words you do not know. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, you got to know the words. I mean, so you can sing unto the Lord. Praise God. I'm excited about being here this morning. I'm going to give some trade secrets away this morning, so I better listen very carefully, okay? We're going to talk about Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Now, in the beginning of that chapter, it talks about he who ascended and descended. Okay, he came and he gave gifts to man. Okay, that is what it says. And then he says, okay, now he gave apostles, prophets, I mean, shepherds, it should be shepherds, not pastors, shepherds, and teachers and evangelists. Okay, that was a gift. I mean, Jesus gave that gift to mankind. Because he wanted to bless mankind. He wanted to bless you with the gifts he gave to the church. And uh, I always found that was very important. <coughs> when you have a gift, okay, you keep on giving that gift away again. And give to others so that they get benefit from it. Benefit from it. And especially, I mean, the ministry gifts... I mean, you minister the gift which the Lord has given you to give to mankind. Now, uh, the reason I say I am going to give some trade secrets away, I find it is very important that we know in the heart of hearts that those giftings, the fivefold, I call it the fivefold ministry, I mean, the giftings, I mean, it's a gift. It is a present to the church. I mean, and it is there to teach the church the work of the ministry. That is what it says. That is what that gift does. So the giver is given so that the others may benefit by the gift he's God. And it is very important that we give that which has been given unto us. Now, my pet peeve in life is that there's a lot of titles in the church, you know. Uh, they will say, okay, I'm an apostle. I, I don't buy that. Uh, or I'm a prophet. I don't buy that even. Uh, I am a shepherd. Okay. Uh, no. I mean, the thing of it is the fivefold, the gift from God that is a gift to the church to teach the church the work of the ministry but it is almost like the Lord places within the church a group of people which are like fathers in the church okay that's my trade secret okay see you later <laughs> but I honestly feel that I mean the ministries which the Lord has given when they're being used properly, there is a passion along with those ministries, I mean, which will help the church to enter into their ministry. So if I am not teaching uh, what I have learned from the Lord 
to other people, they will never benefit from me. You know, uh, I can use an example. I have a very, very good friend in Stony Plain, uh, Bob. And Bob, uh, I found him totally discouraged. Okay, now uh, I found out why he was discouraged. And apparently he was kind of fired from a church position. And uh, he felt pretty bad about it. And so uh, the first couple of two or three years, I ministered to him. Uh, what did I do? We prayed together. His wife was there. Kim was there. Bob was there. And I prayed with them. And I saw restoration come into his life. Okay, so when I was in Holland one day, I got a phone call. And it was Bob, and Bob said to me, uh, and he called me Uncle Bill, it is a term of endearment, and I like that term, I kind of, but okay, he said, Uncle Bill, thank you for butt-kicking me. I said, butt-kicking you? What do you mean, Bob? He said, you were after me to enter into that which is of God, so that I could be useful in the kingdom. Yeah, I guess I said I was butt-kicking you. And he says, and we started a church in Stony Plain. Oh, I said, that is wonderful. How is it going? Now oh, he said, it's a little, little tough, but we're, we're, we're doing. Uh, but that was five years ago. Uh, six weeks ago, they moved from their premises, which helped maybe only about 50 or 60 people because it was chock full, I mean, and they went to a much bigger place and they are well over a hundred people. Okay, uh, I am happy for him. Okay, with other words, I have placed myself in a position of a father in Bob's life. I did not look at a title. I don't care about titles. I never have. I don't even want a title. Matter of fact, in the beginning when I was already working uh, amongst people on the mission field, when everybody said, okay, will all the missionaries stand up? I would never stand up. I just didn't want to stand up. You know, uh, the, 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 it was way too... Uh, it was much more than that. I was a father in the house of, the, of God and I wanted to be that way. And, and when I say, see people, oh, I, I should, before I get into that, I should tell you something. I had a dream, and that describes it pretty well. Okay, in my dream, uh, I was on a big boat, and uh, in the hull of the boat, there was an auditorium, and they were having meetings in that auditorium. And, uh, okay, so uh, we were there. Uh, and we were supposed to lead in that particular auditorium for the work of the ministry. So uh, as we were making ourselves up to the front, that was in my dream, as we were making ourselves up to the front, there was one gentleman which kept on pushing, you know, uh, trying to get ahead, uh, get, try to get ahead to the platform, to the most important chair on the platform, and he plumped 
in that chair and he sat there and I mean and his facial expression was in my dream I don't ever move me I am in charge here oh I hate that when I in real life see these things happen I mean who is in charge the Lord should be in charge and everybody said amen yeah the Lord should be in charge not man and okay, but that happens sometimes in this world. You know, you have people who say, I am this or I am that I, or I am the other. While we should have a bunch of people with passion from God to be in their position, which the Lord has placed them into. And out of that position, I mean, teach the church the work of the ministry. Wendy, I want you to make it in the ministry. You got a ministry, and you have a tremendous ministry, but we don't don't grasp that, you know. I, oh, only the preacher. I mean, okay, Lauren, when he stands behind you, he is the minister. No, he's doing pretty good because he's getting other people involved in it, and he should. And it is wonderful when that happens, but too many times people who want to be having a title, and they want to be in charge, you know, they want to tell everybody what to do, uh, I don't think that is too godly. And everybody said, Amen. Yeah. I don't like it when people lead with other words. That is my trade secret. I like the Lord to be in charge. I like the Lord to do it. And when the Lord does it, it is okay. I mean, because He does everything well. When I do it, I mess up, I always say. But when He works through me to do what He wants to, I mean, it's never messed up. It always works out fantastic. And then I can tell you stories. You know, I've been with people like that. Always trying to see them come to their full potential. I want them to come to their full potential. Uh, one day in Holland, I had a gentleman by the name of Kenneth Tolafari come to me and said, Uncle Bill, we have a problem. I said, what is the problem? He said, now, uh, they don't want us to evangelize. I said, they don't want you to evangelize? Who don't want you to evangelize? He said, the pastors of the town. Why not? Oh, we, we're from Nigeria and we're black. I said, you must be joking. So we talked about it for a while. He said, but he, he said, but Uncle Bill, we feel we need a covering. And then we can continue on. Okay, I said, what are you saying to me? He asked me to be their covering. I said, yeah, I would like to. So uh, he said, now what are we going to do? I said, now I just so happen to have a music team uh, gentle touch ministries out of the United States come into Holland for ministry. Okay, we'll get them going. So I said, you rent a hall, 
Okay, if you can't afford to, I mean, we'll make take off in the collection. If there's not enough, okay, we'll find money. We'll get it paid. He's, I said, you get the people. We had 30 people and we had Gentle Touch Ministry ministering. Okay, and that progressed a bit. Uh, it was two weeks later, I had a team from the Oral Roberts University. And they came, and it was a vocal team and a music team. And we had about 50 people. Within a year, we had 300 people in that church. And it is called uh, Maranatha Ministries, and it is still there. Hallelujah. Okay, am I in charge? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in charge. I don't want to be in charge. I want the Lord to be in charge. Get the drift. That is my secret. I want God to be in charge to do what he can do much better than what I can do. Because it always works when he does it. Hallelujah. And so I, I can go on. Uh, we had in our hometown, in the town of Leeuwarden, we had a bunch of Angolian Angolian people. And uh, I remember I met, uh, first of all, a lady by the name of Anna Paula. Anna Paula was a girl of prayer. Man, she could pray. And I tell you, and she had a lot of nerve. I mean, she had a word for the, for the city fathers. So she marched right to their offices. I mean, and he, she brought that word. I mean, uh, it was that type of a girl, but she got her messages on her knees. I mean, she knew how to pray. But then there was another gentleman, he came on the scene, and his name was Middle, and he kind of fell in love with Anna Paula. <laughs> and that was good. I mean, uh, I thought it was a good match. I mean, really? And uh, they did get married. I went to their wedding, and uh, and here's Anna Paula praying up a storm, and Middle, the city boy, uh, didn't know quite what to do with it. So one day we got to talk and I said, Middle, I said, you got a lot going for you. I said, you were, you, you're a leader amongst your people. I said, you should be leading your people in a Bible study. Oh, he said, Uncle Bill, no way. <laughs> he said, I'm not gonna, not gonna teach the Bible amongst my people. But you know, I mean, you get a no first. I mean, you keep on pushing it a little bit and, uh, maybe eventually you get a yes, and eventually I did get a yes. And Middle said, okay, I'll start the Bible study. And they started the Bible study, and now they have a church in my hometown. Anna Paula and Middle is the pastoral couple. And uh, I think I showed you some pictures of that church, didn't I? I think there's probably about two, three hundred people there. I mean, I love it. Am I in charge? Oh, I like it so much to come to that church. You know what it is like? I come to that church and first of all, I park at the sidewalk. There's three, four big black men. One grabs my Bible, the other one my iPad, and everybody has something. And uh, and then they march me to the best chair uh, in that auditorium. Uh, and okay, and they didn't even know I was coming. And okay, and so uh, Anna Paula takes a look at me and gives me a hug and uh, and uh, Middall uh, gives me the mic and I'm in business. That's the way it works. I like it. I mean, am I in charge there? Absolutely not. I mean, I am a papa 
uh, I am uh, Opa, uh, I am uh, Uncle, uh, I think I'm used about everything under the sun in that church. I don't like it. I don't want someone with a title. I mean, I, I don't like titles. Now, that's my pet peeve. Uncle, that is not a title. That is a term of endearment. Ha <laughs> ha. Are you getting the drift? You know, I want so much for people to walk with the Lord. I want so much for people, as they're walking with the Lord, to reproduce that which is of the Lord within them. So that people they rub shoulders with get what they've got and change. Can you handle that? You know, everywhere you go, I mean, you, you can be a witness. I mean, the Bible says, I mean, the Lord saves. I mean, you don't have to. You're just a witness. Isn't that biblical? Thank you. Okay, so that'll get you off the hook. You don't have to save anybody. You're just being a witness. You know, we had a 13-year-old girl in one of our teams, and okay, she was pretty. She was such a pretty little girl. And I mean, she would come up to a person and say, you know, I love the Lord Jesus so much. <laughs> and, you know, and she had just that smirk on her face. I mean, wouldn't you want to love him too? <laughs> yeah, okay. They couldn't say no to her. But in a way, I mean, they said yes to the Lord. And the Lord got hold of their life and changed them. I can handle that. I like that. Yeah. I've been, I've been working with translators. I mean, when I was standing in front of the church and the translator, Jan Katzmarik, would say to me, Bill, Bill, you slow it down. I said, what's going on? You slow it down. He said, there's some people who want to get saved. I said, you sure? You know, we're talking English. The people don't understand this. This is in Poland. Yeah, he said, I'm sure. He is from Poland. He knows. Okay. Then I make a statement. Hey, there's some people who want to get saved. I mean, would you please come to the front? And 25, get up and come to the front and get saved. And the Lord saved them. Hallelujah. Effortless. That's the way it should go. Yeah. Isn't that the way it works? Wow. <laughs> That's why I love to be a Christian. That is why I love to preach. Now this fivefold ministry, okay, sure, the Lord says I have given the gift to the church. Okay, apostles, prophets, shepherds, teachers, and evangelists. I have given that to the church so that they will teach the church how to minister. Isn't that what it says? Okay, so let's get on with it. Are you one of the fivefold? I mean, don't put a title on you. Just be it. Too many people say, I am this, and I mean, and I watched for a week or five, and I think, no, you're not. And I'm not a bit critical. I 
Bist du der Hauptkämpfer? Am I getting some conviction here? Am I getting to you? You want to be involved. You want to do what the Lord wants you to be doing. Just walk the pathway. Do what He tells you to. Get up in the morning and say, Lord, I haven't got the foggiest idea what I should be up to today. But will you direct me? And lo and behold, He comes and directs you. I like that. Does He work like that to you? I've got some people, I, I talked to one gentleman, I've talked with him for about 10 years, and he is as negative as they come. Boy, is he negative. A good thing you don't know him, so I'm not <laughs> saying anything about this. I hope. But boy, I'm telling you, one day he'll, yeah, okay, everybody smiled at him and he's happy and okay, everybody loves him. And then the next day, nobody spoke to him and therefore, I mean, he's down on life and everything is bad. And okay, and it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and never changes. And I, I try to tell him, come on, man, get with it. I mean, walk in reality. I mean, those things you shouldn't even think about. I can be pretty honest with people at times. Most of the time. I want people to make it. I want you to make it. You know, this place could be absolutely packed out. <laughs> Within two Sundays, if everybody brings one, and then again one the following time. So the double 40, 80, 120, right? And then this place is full, then we have to find another place to have services in. It's that simple. That is the gospel of multiplication that <laughs> works. We have not because we ask not. We should be asking so that our joy be full. Lord, Pray that you get hold of the hearts of your people, Lord God. Help them to, 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 to be motivated to do your will. Help them, Father God, to bring glory and honor to your kingdom, Father God. Uh, the day I said to Lauren, I said, Boy, wouldn't it be nice if we could go into the morgue and raise them all from the dead? That would be effective ministry, wouldn't it? Yeah. Are you going? <laughs> huh? And I find, I, okay, now don't mind me, but I find it easy to talk about the things of God outside of the church. I find it easy. I love it. Any opportunity I can get, I mean, I will take. I mean, sometimes I run out of energy, especially at this time of my life. That old heart don't want to keep up with me sometimes. But that is okay. That is okay. I am who I am. The Lord is who He is. I mean, He's got time in His hand. I don't have it in my hand. I'm out of control. He's in control. Simple, isn't it? 
Am I going to complain because those doctors don't hurry up with my procedure? No, I don't think so. I mean, they'll get to it. I mean, when it is time, they will get to it. I said, when it is time, they will get to it. People, the gospel is too beautiful. You are too precious. God's kingdom is too great for us to sit by quietly and just let it all go past and by us and we don't do anything. Are you convicted yet? I hope you are. I hope you're convicted. You see, when God does things, I mean, it is wonderful. I should never tell that story, and I probably told it already once. I remember being in Poland, and they were, uh, I knew I should be there. I, I know that we were at the right place at the right time. And okay, and they wanted me to teach Catholic school teachers out of the King James Version Bible, the English language. Now, if you want to be out of control, that is being out of control. But I was there, and I know I was there, and I know that the Lord had sent me. And so, for three days it was difficult. It was very difficult. The fourth day, God's Holy Spirit came and He did it all. And all 72 got saved. Whoa. Is that possible? One church, it was a united church I was preaching and they told me I was a liar. I wish they had been there. They probably would have been confessing their sins on their knees. It was too precious. Just imagine, I mean, having a, a baptismal service in the next town and uh, they had three, I think three candidates they were going to baptize. And so they baptized their three candidates. I spoke into their lives that time. And okay, and after that was over with, I mean, the one who was baptizing made this statement. He said, now, if there's anyone else who would like to make use of this occasion, why don't you come down the hill and we'll baptize you? Just imagine what happened with so many got saved. He was baptizing for a few hours. I loved it. <laughs> I just loved it. Do you, do you expect the miraculous? You know, I've been asking the Lord lately. I mean, and okay, I, I said, Lord, I would love to go one more trip to Holland. I would like to see my kids. Kayala, one of these days I'm going to show all those pictures to you so you can pray with me for them. Kayala and Lucia and Kishia and Jemima. You know, one family up in the south and uh, Sam uh, in Rotterdam and uh, Nono in uh, Tilburg and the middle and Anna Paula in Leeuwarden and I go on and on and on and on and I like to go and visit them once more. You know why? So I can be important? No. You know what I want to do, Wendy? Huh? Yeah, that is one thing. You know, I don't know how many more years I've got, but I want to get my hands on them and say, oh Lord, bless them. Bless them, Lord. 
Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Let your blessing rest on them, Lord. Wow. That's what I want to do. That's what they want to do. What is blessing? Yeah. Now chew on this for a while. I mean, okay. It helps to walk in light and not in darkness. You're not important. God is. We're all the same. And he said, you will make it if you love him. Hallelujah. I don't know if that was the 134th or the 135th, but there it says something about our story is written in a book. Have you ever read that? Our story is written in a book. I mean, it is written way before we even were alive. Everything is there on paper in front of God. God knows exactly what is going on from the beginning to the end. It is all written in the book. So your story is written in the book. My story is written in the book. My story probably a bit little, little different than your story, but that is okay. But all I can say is, Lord, bless these people. Bless them with blessings from on high. Come upon them with your anointing, Father. I mean, that means that when you speak to people, they speak to people with passion. They speak to people with love. They speak to people with acceptance. Just bless them in Jesus' name. Amen.